0: Jason, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit.
1: Budget Blinds!
0: Hey, did you know? Did you know? I bet I know. Budget Blinds is your home for the Signature Series Shades. All hail
1: the Robot Shade Overlords.
0: Look, Signature Series has got everything you want. They look cool. They act cool. You can control them with your devices. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't have to get up
1: off your couch to do the
0: stuff. Which means you can have an awesome home and still be lazy like your favorite local podcast hosts. Or us. (laughs) (laughs) So Jason, you know what these people, the good people that listen to our podcast can do if they are ready to make their home a smart home? I bet they can go somewhere. Where can they go next? They can go visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit, located right in the heart of downtown Lee Summit. Tell them Jason Nick sent you.
1: Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Orbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who says we are now a pumpkin spice podcast. It is Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. Nick, it's hey. fall.
0: Hey. Lay off my pumpkin spice, man. I'm
1: not, look, I'm here to say I personally do not enjoy the pumpkin spice very much, but I am not here to deny other people what brings them happiness. Because if what brings you happiness is uh, a, a latte with pumpkin spice in it or any other pumpkin spice scented, flavored, or, uh, you know, adjacent thing, you do you, boss. It's not harming anybody. It's just some, maybe, I mean, except for pumpkins and spices, but, what? uh, you're fine. So, And what did that cinnamon ever do to you people? That's what I'm going to say.
0: I'm just going to say good mental health. We're about mental health here. Good mental health. Moderation. Yeah, Moderation. Is
1: well, game. Or not, honestly, because you, you do it like over the net of a whole year. If you're like pumpkin spice crazy for three months, it's like a quarter pumpkin spice a day every day for the year. It's fine. So just go whole hog.
0: For and Now you're feeding addiction. Spice. Way to go, Jason.
1: Yep, yeah, I am. And I'm all for the pumpkin spice withdrawal, which is then to be replaced by the peppermint.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: come come the, co- the coldest of the months So, all I'm saying, alright uh, Link to Leaf Summit is, as always, the source All the news you need About our very fine city and our unofficial Sponsor today is the signs of autumn It's not just the prevalence Of uh, Han Solo vests Pumpkin spice lattes And uh, furry boots But also, you know, like, the trees are changing color And uh, certain something falls. coming back
0: Festivals
1: may be happening in our very near Ooh, future. Foreshadowing.
0: Also, for those scoring at home, that's plus 10 points for Jason for the Han Solo vest reference.
1: I'm just here for everybody. So um, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Hey, look if, look, if there's nothing we are, else we are, we are nerdy. And that's... That, that does include Star Wars nerdiness.
0: Hey, speaking of nerddom. Okay. Jason, mm-hmm. you took a little time. You paid attention for the people. We do it. I do it for the people. What's going on with the city council?
1: I mean, like a whole lot of really, really boring, minutiae stuff. I mean, including, I, I, I'm sure what was, and I did not watch this section, I admit, a staggeringly interesting section about moving some ordinances about the storage of RVs from one section of the or, uh, city code to another. Uh, and for those of you who have not already fallen asleep, that's all I'm going to give you. Uh, uh, are we going
0: to have a full breakdown on the website for Link to Lee Summit?
1: Um, I'm going to leave that to you to put up a little bit later today, Nick. So <laughs> you feel, you feel free link in the show notes for that. Um, no, there are a couple of things I think that were just one is just to follow up on. I think we've talked about a couple of times already. Uh, council did have the, the, uh, final version of their, uh, new district boundaries for, uh, what, what council district people will be living in for the next, uh, 10 years ish. And uh, that was came to the council. Basically it's the plan that they kind of agreed to or talked about last week. Uh, it got its first reading. Um, so the final read, the second reading and full adoption will be at the next council meeting. Uh, look for that on there. Nothing new to report on that. Just it is what it is. And this is the process following through to completion. Hopefully those of you who are suddenly shifted from, uh, Council member Lopez and Edson's district, to council members Johnson and Demuro's district, will will get a little notification, or or those who went from three to one, or wherever the other adjustments happened um, at the at the boundaries, we'll, we'll we'll know that soon enough before we vote, because remember we are voting on new council members and a mayor come next year. Silly season is not that far away.
0: Oh, we get excited for that, almost as excited as we get, Jason. For talk about the city buying some land,
1: right? Well, no, this isn't even the city buying some land. This is the city selling, and I'm going to air quote here potentially selling some land. So the uh, the Lee Summit Housing Authority, uh, who handles the uh, essentially the, the government housing that we have here in Lee Summit, there are two sites in Lee Summit, one right by downtown and one just south of 50 Highway, um, that they operate um, on to to provide affordable housing for people here in the city, has asked the city to transfer. Uh, some land that is on Tudor Boulevard, just west of Douglas, across or south of Tudor, south across Tudor from the police department um, and are from that not facing Douglas, but a little bit west of that to them for some additional uh, housing authority housing that they need to do. And there are reasons for this other than we have a need for such in the city, Um, but it also will allow them to uh, expand their capacity so that they can help maybe update and modernize some of the housing that they already have. Um, there are some, you know, some issues with that. So that's coming. No decisions were made. This was just a presentation and a request. So I'm certain that this will be a a process, and we'll just kind of keep our ear to the ground on that to to see how that's going along. Um, but this is, you know, I, I realize it's been a big a bit since we've been in the housing wheelhouse, Nick. Um, That's true. We haven't really done a lot of that on there, but the need for more housing in the city and specifically more affordable housing for the city has not gone away. Even though we have the city council has approved a number of uh, housing apartment complexes and projects and there are more in the pipeline, Um, but the uh, the the rents are still getting awful high um, to uh, to paraphrase uh, a, a popular Internet meme. Uh, is the rents are still getting a little high, and it and it is creating some struggles for those at the bottom end of that uh, of the spectrum. And this is one of the steps that the the city and the and the community can take to help alleviate those concerns as they go. So we'll watch this to see how the council in, you know interacts with it, how they deal with it, what the issues are, um, and and how that gets you know because like. What are they going to build? What's it going to look like? How's it going to fit in? Is it going to be a mixed thing? Or is it going to be just supported housing? We, I, I don't know any of those answers. And I'm not sure that the housing authority does yet either, because there's lots and lots of factors from the federal through the state to the local governments that they have to wade through.
0: Right. And I think we're going to see we're going to see a lot more conversation in the coming months from from council and other involved organizations Um in that. So we're going to, we'll keep, we'll keep an eye on that and we will keep updating as those conversations go on. And when it, if, and when it comes to, to approving new developments for, for affordable housing, Jason, we're going to close the nerddom section. We're we, going go to go
1: we're going to get away from nerddom and into fun.
0: We're going to get into fun because this weekend, this is a big weekend. Oktoberfest is back. And so this is the first big public festival since the start of the pandemic. I because I'm I, excited.
1: To repeat the theme, COVID ruined everything.
0: It did, it does, but guess what? The Lee Summit Chamber shall not be stopped any longer. Oktoberfest is back this weekend, and we've got a very special guest. She's going to join us now. Rachel Dyer from the Chambers Oktoberfest Committee is going to come on and she's going to talk to us about what to expect when we head out to Downtown Lee Summit and the Oktoberfest. Here's Rachel. Rachel Dyer, welcome to the podcast. How are you today?
2: I'm great, thank you so much for having me.
1: We are excited to have you on. You are a, a local business owner as well as apparently on the, the Chamber's Oktoberfest committee. So thank you for coming on and taking some time to talk with us about Oktoberfest. So let's just start with, um, for those of you, because honestly, It's been, I think, approximately 32 years since the last time we talked to someone about (laughs) Oktoberfest, or at least it's felt that long. Um, So tell us what Oktoberfest is and what it does.
2: Um, Oktoberfest is, traditionally, it's the celebration of um, the wedding of um, Prince... Now I've forgotten his name and Princess sorry. Trudy, so.
1: we should make up names and nobody yeah. else would know honestly. Um, so.
2: usually, yeah, the the original happens in Munich, and uh, I apologize to everybody who's gonna be like, no, it's this person. I'm like, sorry. we we need this.
1: We need this for the comments it, on the internet,
0: everybody, so everybody comments. flood the comment section, please. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Tell Rachel <laughs> how she was Munich. wrong. <laughs>
2: uh traditionally, Octoberfest is a giant wedding celebration. But um, we've kind of turned it into a, um, a celebration for um, the Lee Summit community, um, bringing um, arts and crafts vendors downtown. We've got beer garden, we've got um, live stages um, for both the community and we've got two live stages for um, the community like the uh, for the dance troops around town and then the main stage will have um bands um playing all for the whole time it kicks off on friday at 5 p.m and goes till 11 p.m on friday and then uh again opens back up on saturday at 10 a.m and so on saturday we're gonna have um a wagon parade which um my company, Dyer Oil Graphics, is sponsoring. So we'll have about 14 wagons that will parade down through Third Street and um, end up in front of the new new beer garden, which is in front of um, City Hall. So we've changed we've changed the the layout of the fest this year. So there's a, there's a lot of changes that have happened, and we're pretty excited about them. So.
1: Well, let's talk about some of those changes. What are some of the new things that you have uh, you have put together? And I guess we have to at least take a we'll, we'll take a glancing pa- uh, glancing blow past COVID on our way. What are what are what are the changes that are sort of COVID? Um, one
2: of the big changes is that we um, we changed the the beer distributor that we are using. Um, so now our our main beer is going to be Casey Beer, um, which is fantastic. They are actually a local locally. Um, made here in Kansas City, but they are steeped in German history and um, German tradition as far as uh, the way they make their beer. So we're going to have four different KC um, beer um, brands on tap. So we'll have the the Dunkel, the Hefeweizen, the IPL, and of course the Fest beer. Um, those will all be on tap. So, um,
1: I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Dunkel. Yeah. The Dunkle is
2: yeah. huge. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites as well. So, um, that's, that's going to be, um, a real big change. And so we'll still have, you know, your Bud Lights and everything else, um, uh, but that they'll be in cans. Um, so, um, another, change that we've done, um, I think I mentioned, is is that we have um, changed the the layout of of the fest. So usually, in years past, we've had one big beer garden tent up on Main Street. And um, now we've kind of split that. So there's going to be, it's going to be called the People's Tent or the Volker Zelt. Pardon my German. I, I, I hope that's,
0: how that's- <laughs> never apologize
1: to us. We wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> or
0: or we're gonna come up bring a German teacher on and just correct you.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Forline. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, and then so the and then the main beer garden is actually gonna be on Green Street in front of City Hall. And we've moved to the main stage from Douglas down to um, Third and Green. So one, if you're standing at the corner up by the parking, or not parking lot, but the railroad tracks on Green Street, or excuse me, on Third Street, you can look down and see the main stage. So I think that it's gonna you know, really help people see the main stage and wanna go down there and listen to the music, because we have so many different, um, really fantastic bands that are coming in and, um, we just really want to make this special for, for everybody since it's been so long since we've gotten together and everybody's really excited about events and everything. So, um, we've got a couple other different,
0: well, speaking, well, speaking of music, let's, let's talk about music. Mm-hmm. How, who do we have? Who do we have? That's going to come. I know there's, I know there's one local band that a lot of people around here already know that's going to be playing. So let, let us know who's in the lineup.
2: Um, let's see, for the main stage on Friday, um, we'll have Wyatt and Water at 5.15, and then the old number fives at um, 7.30. Um, and then on Saturday on the main stage um, at 10.30 a.m. after the parade ends, um, it'll be the school of rock, the, the kids from the school of rock, um, the underdogs, um, main stage. Main Street Mojo, and Drew Six with the Soul Plains. He's very local, and he's a really popular um, artist around here. And then the festival closed with the Carl Warden Band.
0: So Awesome. Awesome. That is a, that's a fun lineup, and I, and I think you mm-hmm. are right that everyone is excited to finally have just a big festival public gathering again when, when we can all get out in our town.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another fun...
1: Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say there are a couple of contests that we're having this year, correct? We have a homebrew contest, which is sponsored by Greens and Taps. Mm -hmm. Um, And why I'm not already impaneled as a judge for that is a failure of Nick Parker's... uh, Look,
0: I'm going to say that nobody nobody called us to judge.
1: No, we want special Mm -hmm. guests. We want special VIP privileges. What else is the point of having this entire podcast if we cannot have VIP (laughs) privileges to everything? So... Um, but the, but the addition is the other one I, I, I had done is the Stein hoisting. I know there was some concern, at least we've seen some concern and comments that that was going away. But tell us about the Stein hoisting contest,
2: yes. Um, we I remember we had it in um, 2018 and then 2019 it went away, um, but it's coming back for this year. Um, Casey Beer is very kind enough to uh, let us borrow all the Steins. Um, that is happening at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Um, if you wanna sign up, you can go to the website at lsoctoberfest.com and um, go to the, the contest drop down and um, go through the, the link there. I think you can also show up um, at 3 p.m. and get involved. Hopefully there, there's a, there'll be um, enough steins for you to, to do that. So, excuse me. For those people that don't know what stein hoisting is, um, you basically, you have a full liter of beer in a glass stein, and then you hold it out directly in front of you for as long as you can. So it burns your deltoids a little bit. i was going to say
1: this, like double torture, because not only are you doing something which is physically physical. strenuous, which Nick and I both are opposed to as a as a matter of course. But also you're keeping beer far away from where <laughs> it should be, which is the simple curl hoist into your face. right.
0: right. I don't know why we're, why if you have to make it a physical activity, why it's, it's not funny. curling? Yeah.
1: Well, then you get I
2: mean, the,
0: uh,
1: you know. Because, I mean, you do it right. I think the, well, and look, this is a much less healthy, which just probably explains why Nick and I would prefer this as a contest than, than like having the physical strength the host But the quick curl and seeing how finished you can empty the beer into your face seems to be, would be more my speed of a, of a contest. But those of you who are strong or, or imagine yourself strong, there's your opportunity to prove
0: strong it. Strong of muscle and strong, and of, strong will. of will. <laughs> strong of will. Yeah.
2: It only weighs about five pounds, so it, which you know, five pounds, whatever. But when you're holding it directly in front of you for as long as you can, it gets a little, little wobbly. So, and then yeah, we have the the beer, the homebrew contest at noon, um, and you can still sign up um, to get tickets from the website there. You can also get tickets um, that day. They're going to be a little bit more um, in person or you know at, at the time but um, I think I think they're currently twenty dollars for a ticket for the um, the beer tasting contest so
0: you mentioned the website just a little bit ago lsoctoberfest.com. and I think we should bring that up again because a lot of people may not realize the Herculean effort it takes to put on a festival like this. And I know that you and the chamber crew are looking for some more volunteers, particularly to help out on Saturday evening. So if people want to help out, if they want to volunteer and be a part of this awesome thing, they can hit the website, right?
2: Yes. Um, If you go to lsoctoberfest.com and on the homepage, if you just scroll to the bottom of the page where it says – let me get back there. Um, it should say you you want to volunteer, and you just click yes, and then it'll take you to another website, and you'll and then you can see tabs at the top. And so if you go to the Saturday tab, you can kind of scroll down and see where the there's openings and um, where you can. Um, well, and I want
0: to I want to put this out there because one of the places where you need help is pouring and serving the beer yes yes and there is no better job when you're volunteering for a festival than the beer tent exactly it is the, not only is it fun and you're you know you're pouring beer talking to people absolutely 100 the best people watching you will do in your life is working <laughs> a beer tent <laughs> for a local festival so look exactly. people they need a little help we talk all the time on this show about getting involved and volunteering and being a part this is an awesome opportunity to be a part of, of this event and really you're gonna thank me you're gonna see some stuff and you're gonna thank me
1: the people are always happy and happy to give you their money and and do all the things but it is yeah it's a fun event for people watching and to to serve those beers to to, to the folks as they enjoy that and the ones at
0: the end of the day are the they're the most colorful by that point yeah the day. <laughs> and um mentioned- secret hint you might get to drink a beer while you're doing it
2: you will. Actually, you get, you, if you volunteer, you will get um, a beer and a brat. Um, you'll get for free, so as a thank you. Um, so that's a, an incentive. You Always a bonus. You mentioned giving people some money, and I wanted to... Um, I had forgotten this, but we are now offering credit cards um, this year. Usually in the past, it's been a cash-only event, but now this year, we are able to um at specific um tents we can take credit cards at both the brought tents and the sports tent and the beer garden we'll all take um
0: credit cards so So. food
1: food beer and sports so you've covered the three main food groups really as Mm -hmm. a whole um that we can do that at so that's good that's excellent stuff
0: all right rachel here's the big question what are you most (laughs) excited about what gets you excited about oktoberfest
2: it gets me excited about Oktoberfest. Um, well, I'm, I'm because we're we're hosting it. I'm really excited about the wagon parade on Saturday morning. But other than that, other than that, it's really just being a part of the community downtown and helping out and seeing everybody come out and have fun and, um, you know, come together. And it's it, like you said, it's pulling this thing together is a, a Herculean task. Um, and especially this year after coming off of COVID and we're still dealing, dealing with COVID, um, we've had a lot of challenges to overcome. Um, and we're just really excited to, to get this thing going and, um, it's, it's going to be a a fantastic event. It
0: really is. Well, and to add to the pressure, you're the first big festival back. So, you know, we're all going to judge you. I know. <laughs> we're all looking for where, we're all looking for where
1: things go right and wrong. And then we'll steal all of that information for other events as we go forward. So good job, but well hey, done. Hey. And no, I would say this actually, we want to say specifically thank you to the chamber and to you guys for putting this together. It could have been very easy to say, no, nah, it's too much. You got too many things to work through, what have you. We're gonna wait, wait until 2022 and do it that way. And you guys have uh, persevered through it, and I think the community is chomping at the bit. To, uh, to get back out in the streets of downtown and, and kind of wander about and do all that fun stuff. So thank you um, and all of y'all at the, at the chamber for, for persevering through and putting this together.
0: I'm going to do two more things here. As we as we as we wrap up, first the editor and me, Jason. It's mm-hmm. champing at the bit, not chomping. Hey, Champion whatever, champ,
1: chomp. I'm going We'll have that. We're going We'll do a whole episode on that, buddy.
0: <laughs> there's there's my nerddom, and the second is uh, because Jason just brought up. You know, it would have been easy to just say there's so much to deal with. We're not gonna bring it back this year. I do wanna want to reiterate, uh, kind of the the health requirements are. Are people going to have to wear masks at this? What's the what's the status there?
2: Um, it is an outdoor event, so we do not require we are not requiring anybody to wear masks if they don't want to. But feel free if it, if it makes you feel more comfortable to wear a mask. Um, there's we're all we're all you know you can wear a mask if you want to wear a mask, but you don't have to. We're not mandating it.
0: There we go. Well,
2: Rachel, we do do have different COVID, you know, things put in place, um, gloves, you know, we're not different um, individual packets for condiments and things like that. So it's not a a communal ketchup bottle, that type of thing. Um, Like it has been in the past. Um, We will do individual. There will be more hand washing stations. There'll be um, hand sanitizers around and everything. So. So definitely
0: people can uh, feel safe. so That sounds very very good. I'm glad you guys have been thoughtful and intentional in all of those decisions. I know it's been hard and a lot of work and, and you probably are still making a few of those decisions as you get closer and watching what the what the you know the mandates and the rules are from from the county health department as it comes to fruition. Rachel, thank you so much for for coming on for talking to us a little bit today about the festival. We are excited. Everyone is excited to finally have a have the have a festival back to be coming yes. back to this kind of a, a public ga- gathering. And so good on you.
2: There's a carnival too. I forgot to mention the carnival. The carnival will will go through Sunday. So um, the festival itself does only ends till on Saturday, but the carnival will still be here on Sunday.
0: So. You bring your, kids. Bring yeah, your the, kids
1: actually the Sunday always feels like you're sneaking into the carnival because mm-hmm. the rest of the festival is shut down so you feel like <laughs> you're like getting like a whole special thing so <laughs> always a cool always a cool one on the Sunday yeah
0: well that will wrap us up for this week Rachel Dyer from the Lee Summit Chamber thank you very much we will talk to everybody next time